the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonabello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxone Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exzoneradiotv.com or www.xzonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember Exxon Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Today's show is part two with our special guests, Shane Affleck and Marnie Welch. Part one involved interviewing Shane and Marnie regarding their spiritual journeys. Shane is a psychic medium, while Marnie has strong spiritual beliefs. Part one involved Shane and Marnie being very open about their own spiritual experiences together. Before we start getting into details, let's just briefly talk about psychic insight and how we apply it. In this special episode, the questions for the psychic insight were developed from the interviews in, sorry, the interview in part one. In this second episode, Justina provides psychic insight to answer those questions. Accepting the psychic insight is a question of individual belief. Now let's go through the disclaimers. Here are the disclaimers. Neither of us claim to have any expertise in any subjects that we discuss. We relate information we find through research in the psychic insight. We are always delighted to hear from the listeners. The show only lasts an hour. We don't have the time to present exhaustive research on any topic. This means that there will be information that we miss. We want to provide a basis for the psychic insight. We don't care if a theory turns out too good to be true, as the show name suggests. We're only interested in finding out more of the truth about topics. Spirit can only relate insight that is appropriate for our time in history. Free will cannot be affected. 
Only comments that are appropriate for our time can be given through the Psychic Insight. Much of the subject matter in his shows may have already been covered many times in other media. We want to look into subjects in a new, different way and be thought-provoking. We're not so good with pronouncing names, we apologize. And neither of us have any particular knowledge of the paranormal or of conducting interviews. If we have misstated anything, we apologize. Well, first of all, we'd like to again welcome Shane and Maureen. Hello. Hi, you all right? Thank you both for a very interesting part one and for participating in part two today. As we mentioned before, Shane is a psychic medium, while Marnie, Shane's partner, has deep spiritual beliefs and is developing her abilities. As we have heard in part one, Marnie has joined Shane on their spiritual journey. And first of all, Shane, do you mind giving your contact information for the listeners? Yeah, you can find me on Facebook, Shane Affleck Psychic Medium. Um, I don't have a website, but no, you can find me on there. Great. Well, let's get into it and let's go ahead and ask the first question. Why are some people gifted with having psychic abilities, being able to see beyond the physical perception of the world? It's something that people choose before they come down. So it's in your life chart and life path if you choose to have some further abilities. And it's also related to the brain. So when the brain, when the body is actually forming, the brain of people who have these abilities is just slightly different. So there's also a biological aspect that scientists are looking into, but haven't fully solved yet. So in the future, science may be able to tell us something about the brains of psychics. It's possible, yes. But again, technology needs to further itself first. So the technological advances have to be in place since current technology is not exact enough about the brain scans. Why are only some psychics able to be mediums in that they are able to communicate with spirits, including those who have passed on from our physical world? Again, it goes back to what's chosen before a person comes down into their physical body. So some people choose not to have certain abilities or choose to have all of them. So in a way, it's how a person wants to challenge themselves and how much they want to learn lessons from those challenges. So it's basically very individualized, and psychics in general are grouped together, but include so many different abilities. Why was Shane in particular provided with so many gifts? He wanted to challenge himself in this life, so he wanted to have just a bit of every ability, which not many people choose for themselves, since it can be quite difficult to manage at times. In ancient times, were all or most people gifted as psychic mediums like Shane? Some of them. There were some people that still not did not have any abilities, but it was in increased numbers, yes. So it was a more accepted, and the acceptance was more wide range. So it was easier for people to choose if they wanted the abilities. Are more of us actually psychically gifted, but just don't realize it? Yes, it's about unlocking those abilities. So the abilities can begin at any age. So someone doesn't need to have those abilities from birth. But those abilities can be basically activated later in life, too. How is it possible for psychics to successfully work remotely? Basically because of the way that energy works. So energy is not dependent on being in a physical place. And so the energy is throughout the universe making it possible. Where the one person can be in one room, another person can be even across the globe. So energy isn't based in certain place or time, it's just everywhere. Why is it important to put up protection when attempting to contact the spirit world? Every time the spirit world is contacted, it's like a door opening. So it's important to put up protection since this door is a two-way door, not a one-way door. So without protection, this door stays open and things can happen that a person would not want to have happen. So it is always important again to put up protection and it also makes it so this door is a safe one and in a way filters what can and cannot go through it. Is the best way of putting up protection to keep it simple? It really depends on how a person feels. So each protection is very individualized to the person. Why is it helpful to meditate before attempting to contact the spirit world? Basically to clear the human mind. So humans like to think about many different things at one time 
and meditation helps focus the abilities and be able to make this connection without them wandering. How can Shane meditate when he is driving? Are angels or guides protecting him so that he is totally aware of his surroundings? Yes, 100%. And this happens for other people too, where they won't remember part of their drive. So it's basically opening up your mind and each person does this in a different way. So for Shane, it's driving. Well, for other people, it can be things like yoga, even physical fitness, even a small thing like a routine daily task. Before Shane performs a psychic medium demonstration for a group in a public forum, why does he set up the room walking around, touching all the corners and visiting all the chairs? Basically to form this connection to the space. So psychics in particular don't always form a direct connection with the physical space. But with Shane doing this, it's connecting the time, the place, and the spirit world. So in a way, making a connection stronger. Why does Shane also drink a lot of water? Basically, this is the body's need. So in Shane's case, it's water. Other people may actually eat before or after a session. So it's just feeling the body, what it needs, and any type of spiritual work requires a lot of a person's energy also. So in Shane's case, the replenishing of water that helps his body basically heal, heal from this different spiritual work. But let's hear from Shane and Marnie regarding their thoughts on the answers to the psychic insight. Hello. Well, what are your thoughts so far? So, I mean, yeah, the, the, you know, most of this are kind of, I, I kind of um, have the same kind of beliefs with it, you know, kind of coming back from the first question of people are gifted. I, I believe that spirit choose you. I don't believe you have a choice um, in the physical, um, you know, and kind of, from what you know what's been said there you kind of before you touch down again before your soul touches down again it's kind of it's chosen for you if you understand um so you know it's kind of like my, my personal viewpoint and why some people are psychics and not mediums i believe a lot of it is down to fear um and you know fear of opening their minds you know i've kind of i've taught many many people to open their minds and work with mediumship energy. But, you know, I believe that spiritualism is all, all intent. Um, and I believe that, you know, if your intentions are right and, and what have you, then spirit will give you those, those lovely gifts. Um, you know, and, and regarding exactly what was said, you know, why have I been provided with so many gifts? Because I'm hungry for it. You know, I, I do want a bit of everything. I, I like to be involved in everything going. Um, so fully agree there. Um, to looking at it, you know, I think that, you know, multiple people, there are hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people in the world um, who are gifted and um, gifted in so many different ways. You know, you've got empaths, you've got psychics, you've got mediums, you've got healers, you've got um, trans mediums, you've got so many different gifts and people are, you know, I think kind of people are unaware, you know, um, and people aren't aware of themselves. I think once you become aware of yourself, that's when you become aware of everything else around you, if you're with me. Um, and, and yeah, so I kind of my, my thoughts and feelings are pretty much are the same, really. Um, like I say, coming back to why do I touch the, the corners of the room? Interesting for me, that's, that's the first, you know, the last couple of months, the last couple of demonstrations I've done. Um, that's kind of new to me to have to do that. You know, I've just kind of felt this urge that I need to touch the four corners of the room. You know, and I, and I, I don't understand why. I'm, I'm yet to understand why. And it kind of, it's been nice to get an insight. Um, if you're with me, yeah. So yeah, it's it's everything that's said has made sense. You know, to me, I, I mean, I don't profess to know it all. Um, it's nice to have an, you know, another insight, especially from from, you know, Justina's viewpoint and Comets' viewpoint. It's nice. Yeah, my thought, well, I had one takeaway, and that was the thought that you, in a brain scan in the future that they could identify psychics. I think that's kind of scary and positive at the same time. If they can sort of scan you and figure out too much about you, that may be a bad thing. But uh, it might be a sign, might provide scientific evidence for mm. the reality of psychics and mediums. Absolutely, because Colin Fry was a part of all of that. He's, you know, you can find it on YouTube, you can find it on the internet. Colin Fry was 
with um We'll have to continue with that thought, Shane, after the short break. And you're listening to Too Good to Be True with Justina Marsh and Pete Marsh on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by shaman worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a Simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. SIMULTV.com. Shamanic healing is the key to personal empowerment. Why? All four levels of our being physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, must be addressed for us to enjoy balanced, healthy, abundant lives. Yet there are few provisions for spiritual or energetic healing. Shamanism, found at the root of all cultures, is a very effective spiritual healing modality. To find quality shamanic healing you can trust, regardless of where you live, look no further than find your Path Home Long Distance Shamanic Healing Program. All Path Home Long Distance Healing Practitioners have been trained and certified through Path Home Shamanic Art School change your life, live abundantly. Schedule a long-distance shamanic healing session with Gwilda Wiecka or one of her quality practitioners today at findyourpathhome.com. And before the break, we were with our guests, Shane and Marnie, on part two, and we were discussing the questions and psychic insight from the original part one. Yes, we interrupted uh, Shane as we came into the break, and he was talking about Colin Fry and his uh, work on including YouTube videos, I believe. Yeah, so Colin Fry, as you were saying, we were talking about scientists looking into, you know, the psychic brain. Um, he was a part of lots of tests um, and, and he was quite willing to, to work with scientists and was hooked up to all sorts of machines to kind of see what was different between his brain and ours. So I was just saying, it's, it's a fantastic video to watch on YouTube. Um, yeah, so it, it's definitely possible. Okay, well, thank you for that. You're very well, you're very well up on all the science, I guess. Okay. I, I, I... Sorry, go ahead. I just say I, I tried to keep up with it all because I'm quite interested in other people's viewpoints. Yeah. Okay, Justina, shall I ask the next question? Yeah, let's go into the next question. 
Why is there the perception that psychic medium mediums cannot be normal people who like having fun and generally enjoy enjoy life? Unfortunately, it's what social media has portrayed. So a lot of psychics are seen as these serious people who don't really live these normal lives and do it full time. So the perception is changing with newer, even younger psychics coming on the scene where they live their lives, have fun, but they also help people in many different ways. Assuming that fear leads to ridicule, why would there be fear among some regarding spiritual phenomena? The answer is pretty simple. It's the fear of the unknown. Is Shane right to ignore those who might ridicule him? There is really not a right or wrong way. It is what a person believes they should be doing. So for some that might work, for others it might not. But in general, it is whatever is best for the person. Is social media and word of mouth the best form of advertising for Shane, given that he has a day job? A hundred percent, yes. And certain people are drawn to Shane. So he attracts people who need and want this help. So a lot of the time when someone over-advertises, it actually attracts the wrong type of people. With famous professional mediums typically receiving scrutiny, criticism, and attempts to discredit them, is it better to work as a semi-professional medium in a local community? Again, it really depends on the person, but opening up a community about the more spiritual side of things is very smart, since people trust each other in their community, and they really trust each other's judgments. So if one person has a positive experience, they will trust the next person and the next person. So some people don't actually work in one community and work all over. But again, it's to do with who is attracted to them and who wants the work as well. What drew Marnie to seek Shane's help and then take lessons on spiritual phenomena? Basically, that was all decided before Marnie and Shane actually came down to the earth plane. So it was all of a timeline of events set up, and it was, you could say, the dominoes falling into place. So the timeline had to line up just so the dominoes were ready to fall. Why were friends and family happy to have Marnie accompany Shane for their readings? It's the energy they share together. So Marnie and Shane are very opposite in a lot of ways, but they provide this balance together. So overall, it's just the energy and partnership they have. Should Marnie take exception when people don't believe in psychics and mediums? The hard part with that, again, is that there's always needs to be people trying to convince other people about the spiritual world and in a way helping awaken a lot of people. So in a way, it's good to have these people that don't believe and trying to convince them to believe, since if someone is not challenged, they also may not think about the other side. However, there are some people that you just can't change their minds. Is it better to be proactive or reactive in wanting to help people with psychic readings? It could honestly be both, but it's whatever the intention is. If someone feels to be proactive, then that's the right way. If they feel to be reactive, then that's the right way. So it's what your gut feeling is telling you. Gut feeling is intuition, right? Correct. Is it normal for children to have imaginary friends, whether or not they are psychic? Yes. Does, have a, does having an imaginary friend necessarily indicate that a child has psychic abilities? No, it does not. Who are these imaginary friends? Are they angels, guides, or spirits, or other entities? They can be almost anything from the spiritual world, but about 99% of the time, they are something positive. So they could be a deceased loved one, a ghost, a spirit, many different things, even a spirit guide. So depending on the child, it's this kind of guidance that they have with them. From a child is first born, they're their very learning and growing years. It's necessary in a way for some children to have this guidance. Should a parent not discourage a child who talks about an imaginary friend? Imaginary friends are normal and they should be encouraged. So it actually helps their imagination and helps their developmental process. Who was Shane's imaginary friend called Timothy? That was one of his spirit guides. And what's his real name, Timothy? That was an easier name for when Shane was younger, but now the spirit guide does go by Timothy. During a psychic demonstration, how is Shane guided to the person who is going to receive a message? 
by his spirit guides. So again, it's this gut feeling intuition that we mentioned earlier. Before the home clearing, why did Marnie think that she had something in her home? The energy was there. So Marnie's pretty sensitive to different energies and could feel something was off. What was the spirit or entity that was inhabiting Marnie's home? And what was its purpose? Basically, to more drain energy from the physical world. So you can just think of it as a spirit that wants to be more connected to the physical world and doesn't understand it's doing the wrong thing. How are divining rods, pendulums, or a Tibetan singing bowl helpful in showing the location of energies in a home? Basically, they were specifically designed thousands of years ago for a more energetic purpose. So technology can still be used today, but technology that was previously invented to be more sensitive to different energies. Who helps Shane with home clearings, including remotely? Is it a spirit guide or guides? Yes, his guides help him. When Shane perceives a darker, cloudy spot or patches, what does it signify? You can think of it as almost a ball of energy. So it's an energetic field that something is not just quite right. How and why did the entity attach itself to Marnie during her childhood? Basically from being in a physical space, so attached to her just by almost choosing her because of the more positive energy. Was the entity or spirit once a female that once inhabited a mine or a cave? That's correct, yes. After detection, why didn't the entity leave Marnie's home? Entities are difficult since they are very attracted to the physical world and physical beings. So sometimes it's tough since they have this connection. In a way, some of them like to fight back. So this wasn't a ghost, but rather a spirit that attached itself to Marnie? Yes. How could clear quartz act as a place for the spirit to go to be disposed of by being thrown in the sea? Basically, by the properties of crystals. Some of these properties haven't been discovered yet, but crystals have this unique energetic field within them where it provides a place to, you could say, put energies. But let's hear again from Shane and Marnie regarding their thoughts on the answers that we just discussed. Um, the question that I was thinking about was, um, um, how did I know when there was something in my house that wasn't quite right? And this was before my spiritual journey had started. Um, and you said that the energy was there and I was sensitive to it and I was aware of it. And that's something that I think about a lot. Um, because I am aware and because I am sensitive to what goes on, I feel like I get a lot of information all of the time. Every day there's a sign or something. And I think back to before when I was less aware and how many people are wandering around, like not getting these messages and not being aware that there's anything in their house or any energy around them just because they're not aware or they're not open to it yet. I just, I just find that quite strange. I think that's very interesting. Uh, I'm, I don't think I've got any great abilities or gifts, but uh, I'm a little bit more aware. And I do see things more than I ever used to. I just wasn't looking for them. So I think you make a great point. Yeah, as soon as you're open to it, it just, yeah, floods in. <laughs> That's right. It's the Dalmatian effect, isn't it? You know, you kind of, you, you see a person walking down the street with a Dalmatian and you can bet that you're going to see another three people the next day. Um, you know, so kind of, kind of once you've kind of raised your vibration. Um, and accept that there are, that, you know, there, there are other realms. Um, suddenly, like you said, there's the sensitivity. You're suddenly aware of these things going on, if you know what I mean, um, because they happen all the time. Um, question that was, you know, one of the ones that was sticking out in my mind was, you know, kind of what drew Marnie and I together um, to seek my help. Now, um, when I went round to see Marnie, she was obviously at a point, a low point in her life that she wanted a reading. Um, and the door knocked during the, the reading, um, and it was her mother. And now Marnie had said to me, um, nobody ever knocks the door this time, and I, my mother certainly wouldn't. Um, it's the first time she'd ever done it in four years that Marnie had lived in this house. Um, and as it was, she came in, and she was the one that actually highlighted that there were other physical concerns around the home, um, you know, spiritual concerns. So that was what gave Marnie the confidence to speak to me about it. Um, and I personally, I believe that that was very much led. We've talked about the rebel angel. Um, I personally believe it was was led by that, uh, by her, because, you know, it kind of helped me find my soulmate. And I 
can't speak for Marnie, but I kind of hope that that's the same. And I kind of feel that that was why. Um, we'll have to continue after this short break on that note. And you're listening to Too Good to Be True with Justina Marsh and Pete Marsh on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. You're a skeptic or a believer. Join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, X-Zone Radio TV. For more information on the X-Zone Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.xzoneradiotv.com or www.xzonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Welcome back to Too Good to Be True. And before the break, we were talking to our guests, Shane and Marnie, and they were discussing their journey and how they found each other based on discussing our psychic insight. So, Dad, can you intro what happened before the break? Yes, Shane was talking about uh, uh, Shane's um, interaction with Marnie and his hopes. And then, of course, the break came when it was getting really interesting. So we'll throw it over to Shane. Yeah, so where we were is, like I said, Marnie's mum turned up. Uh, and like I said, Marnie had told me that in four years of her living there, she'd never done that before, um, turned up uninvited, which kind of caused us to start talking about things going on around the home, which gave Marnie the confidence to then say, actually, uh, there are things going on. Now, it was very obvious to me that there were issues. Um, and then it, we were just, we were brought together. And that, that was divinely led. Um, you know, the, the rebel angel, Marnie's grandmother, she brought us together. And, and that's for us. I think that's why we work so well together, um, because, you know, our souls were meant to meet um, and be reunited. And, yeah, it's just it's a very interesting story. And it's, you know, it's kind of one that has been kind of taken out of our hands, really, isn't it? Definitely. We haven't really had much choice, have we? So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, then. Uh, I'll get on with the next question, if that's all right. Um, and <laughs> I, I feel bad interrupting the conversation, but here we go. Is a spirit and energy or vibration operating at a higher frequency than can normally be perceived? That could be said, yes. Why don't ghosts communicate with Shane? Ghosts are tricky since ghosts really choose who they want to communicate with since they are trapped in this more in-between world. 
So they have more of this choice and attraction to certain people. So for Shane at this moment, there's so much on his plate that goes time to go to different people at this time. So it's nothing negative. It's just more of their choice about who they want to go towards and who they want to actually have see them. Are ghosts typically the result of some kind of trauma? Not always, no. It's mostly because of the trauma, but at other times, it's just they're more trapped. So they have some type of emotional connection to the physical world. Do ghosts typically have the appearance of lacking color, being black or white or gray as a combination of the two? That's typical, yes, but some people don't see ghosts as that, but actually see them in more of a physical way when you see their characteristics. So again, it really depends on the individual person. Why do negative spirits exist and what is their purpose? Basically to continue balance. So there has to be positive and negative for the positive to even exist. You can think of it almost as yin and yang, where there's two sides. And their purpose usually for most of them is to cause some type of havoc and overall feed on the energy. So feed on either the positive or negative energy. Is that something that George Lucas understands in making these Star Wars movies or Star Wars movies? Yes, 100%. Is Shane correct in not soliciting information from a subject when conducting a reading? Yes. Is soliciting information from a subject a red flag that an apparent psychic is not exactly a psychic? Yes, it's answering leading questions. I can really tell a lot about the person where their parent psychic may be guessing instead of actually connecting to the spirit world. Moving on to the family member that got the attachment in the pub with the three mediums performing demonstrations. Why did the attachment occur even though the family member left the pub immediately on realizing that protection not being put up? Unfortunately, that was just chance. So there was an equal chance that it would attach to any of the people involved. And the family member was just an unlucky person in the situation. So there was no particular reason for the negative entity to attach itself to the family member? No. Was the Ouija board instrumental in providing a pathway for the negative entity? Yes. Is it wise to always avoid Ouija boards, even if putting up protection? Yes, there's something that people don't understand how powerful they can be. Are Ouija boards conduits for spiritual entities, both positive and negative? Yes, and there's no control over the Ouija board. So it's basically like opening a door and leaving the door open and anything can come and go. Was the negative entity having a detrimental effect on the health of the family member? That can be said, yes. Did Shane attract a negative entity to his energy to get it cleared away by his spirit guide, Big Cloud? Yes. Why did it take something like two months to remove the entity piece by piece rather than in a sudden dramatic fashion as may be portrayed in a Hollywood movie? Basically, since this entity was very powerful, it would have been very difficult to remove it all at one time. So it would have affected everyone involved in a very negative way, both physically and emotionally, if it was done at one clear time instead of over a series of times. So the family member and the spirit guides guided Shane on the best way to deal with a negative entity. Why did the spirit guide the rebel angel, Marnie's grandmother, who has passed, encourage Shane to spend more time with Marnie? Basically to help with those dominoes falling over. So to start the process where she obviously knew the outcome, but wanted to provide some guidance. What was the demonic entity that attached itself to Marnie's sister? Basically, just what you said was a demonic entity, so something that's very bad and not of the physical world and has not lived any lives on the physical earth plane. Why did it attach itself to Marnie's sister? Basically, to try to cause harm, so it didn't have any good intentions whatsoever. Why did Marnie feel so terrible and so drained when exposed to the demonic entity attached to her sister? Basically, since I was trying to, you could say, drain her energy. So it was affecting her in multiple ways since I was trying to feed off her energy and not really attach her, but more gain what I could from her. What did it take something like six months of chiseling away to get rid of this, to get rid of the demonic energy? 
unfortunately, it was a very strong one. So there are multiple levels of how strong they can be. Why did Shane experience excruciating pain during this time? Basically, the sensitivity to what was going on, so that it can affect people in physical ways. How did Barney's spirit guide, the rebel angel, help with demonic entity removal? It helped protect her and Shane. So spirit guides, depending on which spirit guide it is, have different jobs. And for the rebel angel, one of the major jobs is protection. Has spirit guide, the rebel angel, or Big Cloud, any messages to pass on to the world? Just that everyone should connect to their spirit guides. And your spirit guides are always watching over you and are there to help. So even asking out loud for your spirit guides to help you or even try to communicate with you is a very positive thing. So try to get to know your spirit guides and call on them and communicate with them when you feel like you need a little extra guidance. And also be open to their messages. So you might not always like what they have to say, but make sure you hear what they say. During this difficult time, did angels arrive to help and protect Marnie, her sister and Shane, when asked to do so during meditation? Yes. Are demonic entities or energies much darker than mere negative entities or energies? Yes. Can demonic entities or energies communicate with the physical world, typically making threats and finding ways to induce terror and fear? Yes. Moving on from negativity, is it possible for anyone to learn to read auras? Yes, if they're willing and open to it, then yes. Is Curlian photography able to capture auras? Yes, to an extent. Again, there's more information when a person reads an aura rather than using photography. But again, it does provide a lot of information. Do our pets read our auras as part of tuning in to what we are feeling? Yes. Can the colors of auras tell something about what people are thinking or feeling and something about their personalities? Yes, and also their energy. So you can see where they're lacking energy, where they have their own self-worth, where they're actually picking up on other energy from the day or other people. So it can tell a lot. But let's hear again from Shane and Marnie. We only have about a minute and a half here. But do you have any quick thoughts on that psychic insight and the answers? Um, the thought I had was um, the question about how, how my... Um spirit guide the rebel angel helped protect me when we were dealing with things and why I felt so drained and terrible when I kind of demanded to be let near to the spirit it just goes to show that my spirit guide is always protecting me and will only allow me to experience what I'm ready to experience which makes me think that I have other things to unlock like as and when I am ready my rebel angel my spirit guide she obviously knows what what I can cope with and what I can't I just think that's you know, it may sound very obvious, but I just think it's really interesting. Shane, do you have any quick thoughts here before the break? Yeah, just to kind of second what Marnie said, really. She kind of forced me to kind of go against the rebel angel. And although I knew in my own intuition that she wasn't ready, but she forced it and I allowed it. And, and she learned very quickly that the rebel angel was right. Um, and she suddenly started to feel pretty rough pretty quickly. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it's fascinating how it works. I wish I could explain it more, but I can't, you know. It's, it's out of my control, if you understand. Well, I think that's an important point for all the listeners out there is that spirit guides are protecting you and they're there to help you, which, I mean, not everyone always remembers. So I think that's a good point. But we'll continue with the psychic insight and the questions after the short break. And again, we have our special guests, Shane and Marnie. So thank you for joining us here. And you're listening to Too Good to Be True with Justina Marsh and Pete Marsh on the X-Zone Broadcast Network www.xcbn.net
If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Memorable dynamic presentations are a not so secret weapon in the business world. Do you have a powerful message that must be shared, but you haven't found a way to deliver that message? Do you want to be known as a top public speaker who gets amazing results? Are you ready to create and deliver your powerful message? Thomas Hides can help you create and deliver your speech to get the results you desire. Visit IconQuality.com. Did you expect your business to flourish, but instead it plateaued or didn't get off the ground yet? Would you like to achieve massive goals and discover new sources of income within your business? When you're ready to experience that type of success with fast results, Cindy Hendricks is the business coach for you. Her work with entrepreneurs and business owners has been life-changing. To get you and your business where you want to be, go to imaginemoresuccess.com. Has the fear of public speaking stalled your business or personal life? What would you give to develop and maintain supreme confidence? Have an invaluable private program to always perform at your best. Imagine how you would feel. You can have all that and so much more today with Thomas Hyde's life-changing course called Number One Fear Unleashed. Visit NumberOneFear.com and be liberated from your fear of public speaking. Welcome back to Too Good to Be True. And before the break, we were with our special guests, Shane and Marnie, all the way from the UK. And this is part two of our two-part episode with our first interview. But let's get right into the questions and psychic insight so we can have Shane and Marnie discuss it at the end of our segment. Okay. Is it correct that some of the people close to Marnie and Shane are indigo or crystal children? Yes. 
Is there anything you can say about their lives as indigo or crystal children? None at this time, no. Just that there are more and more of these special children and now adults popping up all over the world. And that's to help the world, right? Correct. Can greed with a goal of large personal gain cause a psychic to lose their gifts? Yes, and there are many examples. When someone really wants money and that's all they care about, and it's not about helping people or sending messages, that's when people can lose their abilities and lose them fast. Is a medium just a means for the spirit world to communicate with the physical world? That could be said, yes. The spirit world does communicate in different ways, but having a physical person being able to help with this is also important. Is Shane correct in being careful regarding who he reads for? Yes, 100%. <coughs> is Marnie actually a he healer, although she states she hasn't discovered her abilities yet? Yes, she is. What advice can be given to Marnie regarding her spiritual journey? Just to keep following her intuition, and there is always going to be some fear associated with anything new. So making sure to focus on trying to mim minimize that fear and focus more on the excitement. What advice can be given to Shane regarding his spiritual journey? Just to continue on his journey, there's still more to be discovered. So there's a lot more that Shane will discover in the upcoming years that he never thought he would. What is soul midwifery? The basic definition can be helping a soul, so helping a soul transition. That may include a soul associated with a miscarriage, is that correct? Yes, it could be, but it also could be almost any other soul that has passed on or is transitioning into passing on. What can we learn from Shane and Marnie's experiences? The biggest takeaway is that two seemingly normal people are also helping in a very spiritual way. So their example really portrays how one, two people can help others, and two, how just believing in yourselves and believing in the path and following that intuition can lead to some pretty amazing things. And also with Shane, his perseverance. So being a normal guy trying to follow his intuition and that basically anyone can do that. So everyone should open up their spiritual abilities as much as they feel comfortable with. So Shane, please go ahead and ask some questions. Uh, I would like to know more about you as a guide and what your purpose is, is to comments. So I am Justina's main guide and my purpose is basically helping her with the spiritual world. So I am the main communicator for her and I'm the only one that has been with her since she was young. So I actually started out as one of her imaginary friends, helped her through childhood. I also have a large role with other spirit guides. So when I'm not helping her, I help newly trained spirit guides. So usually they are loved ones that have passed over and are transitioning into a more spirit guide role. Uh, and is she aware of you at all times? Yes, she is. So when I work with my trance guide, Big Cloud, uh, we used to work under red light condition. Is there any need for that or is it just a bit of a myth, do you think? It's more of a myth, but it's whatever you are most comfortable with. So to be able to get into the trance-like state, as you know, it's all about giving up control and being comfortable and being relaxed. So anything that helps you get to the state is positive. However, not always necessary. Do you want to go ahead, Marnie? Um, does Justina use different guides for different work that she does, or would most of her guidance come through her main guide? So she uses different guides for different purposes. So at this time, she has only met about five of her guides, but there are different guides for healing, for protection. Even at different times in her life, there have been different guides. So in total, Justina has 12 guides total, and they will come and go as her needs and lessons change. Um, is Justina in complete control of the guide that uses her vocal cords? Has it ever happened without Justina's permission? Would they come in of their own accord? So when she's in this state, basically you can imagine it that she's watching over her own body. So anything that the guides are doing, or if another guide wants to pop in, we do ask her permission first. However, it's different when a spirit uses her vocal cords, which can be more unpredictable. So that's when they don't have full permission from her. But again, she's watching over her body. 
So if something was to happen or she was uncomfortable with something, at any time she could pop into her body. And there also has been two specific times where something has happened where I've actually woken her up. So if something isn't comfortable for her or us as spirit guides don't feel comfortable, we will stop the session and we will wake her up. I think on that note, with some information about me also, um, Shane and Marnie, we have a few minutes here to discuss the psychic insight and anything you guys want to add. Yeah, I mean, for me, um, going back to, you know, the the, the financial aspects of, of mediumship, there's a you you kind of face a lot of ridicule. People think that you are preying on the weak, um, and you know, uh, for me, that's why I'm so selective about who I read for. Um, I get a general feel um, as to whether or not they're genuine, um, and I kind of the first kind of thing for me, the first red flag I get, I suppose, is when somebody will ring me and say, oh, Shane, I'd like a reading. Uh, and the first thing they'll say to me is, how much do you charge? So straight away, you know that there's, you know, there's a kind of, they're not as genuine um, as others can be, if you know what I mean. I kind of feel, for me, that's not a question I would ask a medium. Um, if I was in desperate need of help and needed some guidance, I wouldn't be too phased about the financial side of it. Um, and on the flip side of that, as a medium, if there's, people out there that who aren't so well off as to be able to spend the sort of money that mediums charge um you know for me quite often i i won't charge for a reading um and i'll often say to people you know just do something for me one day um you know now all of my events all my public demonstrations that i do or we always do a donation and a, and a raffle prize and, and raffles and all the money that goes from that always gets given to charity um so I'm not making any money on the raffles. I'm not making money on the donation or anything like that. Um, I just cover my costs basically. Um, and I think that's a, a, you know, a really important thing um, for people to realize is that, you know, they will take it away from you. If you become greedy, they, they will stop. They won't work with you. It's that simple. Um, Marley doesn't have anything to, to share on this, but yeah, my kind of, you know, my kind of in, input on the whole situation coming you know going to trance work i completely agree um when i work with trance i um sat watching my own body um and it, it is a completely interesting thing you have to completely put your trust in in the spirit world now when i teach people to do trance i take them on a, on a meditation where they're standing on the side of a cliff and i taught this with marnie um and you've just got to let go and you've got to drop and know that you won't get you know you won't get caught at the other end and you'll be fine and, and everything's all good um and it is a really you know a real big trust exercise and trust in the spirit world that they're going to look after you and protect you you know yeah yeah i think that's fascinating um i i'm looking at it in from the outside but i i think it must be very disconcerting being in a trance and seeing your own body it's like sort of a near-death experience it's terrifying, yeah. It's weird. <clears throat> it takes it takes a bit of getting used to, yeah. It's um, but you have to just trust that the spirit world know what they're doing, and yeah. One one subject we didn't really discuss, and uh, um, we really didn't have time for, and that was near death experiences. I know this is a new topic, but um, I've read things about them, and some experts say it's a good thing, and some experts say it's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's what's your um, What's your thoughts on regressions? Uh, my, my, mine personally, on regret, on what, so, um, past life regression or past life regression? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I, I can do past life regression, and I have done it, and I find it it's not as fascinating. You know, people are fascinated by past life regression, but I think people don't realise that the facts that it's actually quite traumatic. Um, you have to relive the trauma in your lives, in your previous lives. Um, now, I've always been an onlooker on this when I kind of sat there and I've kind of watched what's going on. Um, and, you know, it's it's a big thing. Um, I've done it with two or three people who have come out the other side of it and, and they've been quite traumatised by it. Um, but also on the other kind of flip side of it, kind of accepting, OK, this is why this has happened to me. Um, and you kind of see what is going on and it, you kind of carry forward into your, your new, you know, your new life, your current life. Um which I think is, you know, it's a, it's certainly something I think everybody should experience. 
Um, but I don't think everybody would be able to experience it, if you understand. I don't think they'd be strong enough to cope with it. Yeah, I think you've, you've expressed very much why I've never followed up on a past life regression. Well, we're about to run out of time here, so I just want to thank you, Shane and Marnie, both for coming on to Too Good to Be True. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your days and coming on part one and part two with us. Thank you. And as always, thank you so much to the listeners. If you would like to be a guest on Too Good to Be True, you can either go to our Facebook at Too Good to Be True or our Instagram page at TWOGTBT. And as always, thank you so much. Thank you again, Shane and Marnie. And this is our first interview. And thank you. Mm-hmm.